We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Today, I would like to continue to talk from the last sermon regarding God shall fill the hungry soul. And last time, we learned that the attitude that makes us hungry for God is that we love God. We want to please God. We want to live a life that is really fruitful and give glory to the Lord. In order to do that, we cannot do it by our own strength. We need to know the truth. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. We need the grace. We need the favor. We need a lot of things. So in order to please God, we want Him to pour the good things into our life. The good things such as anointing from heaven. God can give us more anointing, more power, more wisdom, more favor, more grace, success, prosperity, knowledge, and understanding. And He can give us more freedom, more peace, more joy, more faith, more holiness, good health, strength. 
He wants to give us more good breaks, divine connection, breakthroughs, victory, and blessing. We want to get more from Him so that we can bless Him and we can be a good witness for Him on this planet Earth. Can you imagine if I live a wicked life and I'm poor, I am sick all the time, and I say I'm a Christian? I will not give glory to God. Is that right? So I need more from God. The Bible says in Luke chapter 6, verse 21, from Amplified Bible. Listen carefully. Blessed, happy, with life, life what? Full of joy, satisfaction in God's favor and salvation. Apart from your outward condition, which means that apart from my degree as a doctor, apart from my own ability to be a neurosurgeon, apart of what I can do as a human being, and to be envied, people envy you. Are you who hunger and seek with eager desire now? For you shall be filled and completely satisfied. If you hunger, and you desire for the things of God, God is going to fill you with the blessing to the point that other people envy of you. In the NLT, New Living Translation say, God blesses you who are hungry now, for you will be satisfied. This is the promise of the Lord. In Psalm 107, verses 8 to 9, I'm reviewing a little bit here. Let them praise the Lord for His great love and for his wonderful things he has done for them. God loves us, and God can do wonderful things for us. For he satisfied or filled the thirsty and filled the hungry with good things. How many people want your bank account to be full all the time? How many people you want the red color in your bank account? No one. Oh, I don't need to do brain transplant. Okay, you want your bank account, you want your life to be full and satisfied and so filled with good things. How are we going to do that? We need to get hungry and thirsty for God. And the attitude inside us is going to really motivate us toward hunger. In Isaiah 44 verses 3 to 4, the Bible says, For I will pour water upon him. Water means the Holy Spirit. Water means refreshing, means the blessing. Who is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground? I will pour my spirit upon your offspring. Not only God will pour the spirit on us who are thirsty, but God will pour the spirit, pour the blessing. Do you know that spirit, the Holy Spirit is God? And God has everything. The spirit it's God who lives on earth, who stays with us on earth, and He has everything. He has blessing, anointing, power, grace, favor, wisdom, knowledge, and protection, and power, everything in Him. When He poured the Spirit, means He poured everything from heaven on us, on the offspring as well, and my blessing upon your descendant. How many people want God to bless your descendant? I want that. And they shall spring up among the grass like willows or Poplars by the water courses. My dear brother and sister, in order to be hungry for God, we need to have the right attitude. And the important attitude in being hungry for God is love. Love is the key. This is why 
the word love is in the greatest commandments of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ gave us two things: the great commandments and the great commission. What is the great commandments? Matthew 22:35 to 40. Then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him, and saying, "Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law?" Jesus said to him, "You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind." This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like it: "You shall love your neighbor as yourself." On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets, which means that these two commandments are the conclusion of all the laws of this Bible. If you can walk in love, you love God, and you love people, you obey the whole Bible. That's basically what Jesus said. Last time we learned that we need to make a decision to love God. I don't know about you. I know one thing about myself. I always think about how sacrificial Jesus was to me. He carried a cross. He was willing to be whipped, to be nailed to the cross. He suffered. He died for me. He really. Took all the bad things from me and offer me the good things. Can you imagine if you walk across the street and a car gonna hit you and you're gonna die for sure by that truck, but somebody jump in, push you away, and die for you, get hit by the truck for you so that you will not die. How would you feel? I believe you're gonna do everything good to his family or to her family. You're gonna do everything. To show love to that person's family, is that right? The same way, we need to love God. The reason we love God because God loved us first, and when we love God, we want to make sure we bring good reputation to Him. We want to build His church. We want to be used of Him. We want to live the righteous life so that we can be His representative on earth. We don't want him to look bad by the unbelievers. So what we need to do? We're going to be hungry. We want to study the Bible. We want to, to have to the power of the Holy Spirit. We're going to be hungry to go to church. I remember when I first got saved. I never forget first Sunday after I realized Jesus died for me. I watched the movie Jesus from Campus Crusade. I received Jesus into my heart that day. And that was Friday. I woke up on Sunday, and I woke up my wife Da. Let us go to church. Which church? Oh, we find somewhere around here, in close to our hometown here, close to our home. So we went to I think CMA Church, non-spirit field church, right away. I walk in there. And the preacher was an American pastor. He preached in English, and oh wow, I came to the English-speaking church. I pull out a piece of paper with a pen and write everything he say, because I say, Jesus, you love me, you die for me. I'm gonna love you back. I want to learn what you say. I want to live a life that is really good to you and pleasing to you. I'm gonna learn everything. I jot it down. I went back home, 
I start to have a cabinet and put file in there. And okay, this is a subject of the church, subject of love, subject. I study, study, and put everything in there. I want to learn more about God. I'm so hungry. And after that, I started to go to a Thai-speaking church because I could not understand him very well. And I never forgot. That was the first year of my Christian life. I walk into the tape table. There is a table. A woman sit there renting the tape for free or buying the tape. At that time, each tape is about 50 cent if you buy. I look at the list. I say, okay, this is the list of all you have. Sister, I want all of them. I'm going to buy all your tape in this church. I pay the money, get the box of all the tapes. I went home and I listened to every single tape. And I tell you, if you come to my house today in my garage, those tapes are still there. I never throw away those tapes because I pay money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was hungry. I want to learn. I want to grow. After that, I learned about Holy Spirit. I said, God, touch me with the Holy Spirit. I'm hungry because I love God. I want to bless God. I want to pay Him back. I know my payback to Him is nothing compared to His life, but I want to do my best to show love to God. So that's the first one we learned last time. Now, the second one, love. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. Not only love God, but we love other people. Second commandment. The Lord has said to Abraham, leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family. Go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous. And you will be a blessing to others. Everyone say, others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. Do you know what I pray this morning when I walk into this room? The first prayer, when I was standing up there, God filled me with the Holy Spirit. Fill me with the anointing. Give me 99.99% of Jesus' anointing, Lord, this year, 2022. I'm hungry. And do you know why I pray that? Lord, so that today, the preaching will change your people's life. Today, when I lay hand on people, they shall be healed. And the family, the children shall be blessed. Not because of me, but because of the anointing on me. I pray for more because I want to bless the nations. I want people around me my family, my wife, my kids, my grandkids, my church member and people around the world, the French-speaking people, the Vietnamese-speaking people, the Mandarin-speaking people, they will be blessed by me and by you. But how can I bless them if I am in trouble and I am weak and I am poor, I am a failure? I cannot bless people. In order to bless people, I need to receive success, power, and anointing, wisdom, grace, favor, all kind of good things from God. Fill me, Lord, so that I can 
go everywhere and bless people everywhere I go. Like you listen to the testimony of Warren. He's from Hong Kong. He was in trouble, has no job. His wife got cancer. But because the anointing that God gave to me, I lay hand, demon come out of him. Actually, hundreds of demons that day. Demons came out of him, and he got a job right away on Monday. Is it a blessing? How many people want to be the blessing? You love other people, you want to bless people, but before you bless people, you need to receive blessing from God first. You cannot give what you don't have. Is that right? You can give only what you have. Therefore, you need to get it first. But your attitude is it. God, give me more, 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 so that I can be the blessing to my neighbors. I can be the blessing to my customer, to my wife, my husband, my children. But God, I am the channel. I am the tunnel. I am the way that the blessing will flow through me into them. You're hungry because you want to be the blessing. Exodus chapter 20, verses 5 to 6, You shall not bow down to them or worship them, mean idols. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing love, showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. When I learned this scripture, when I was a young believer, I see, wow, I grew up in a non-Christian home. I worship idol, my dad worship idol, my mom worship idol, and I see so many bad things in my family, in my life, my brother, sister, and uh, all the people around me. And I say, I don't want this anymore. I don't want the curse to go down to the third and fourth generation. I love my wife. I love my kids. I love my children. I love other people. Therefore, God, I'm going to obey you. I'm going to walk with you faithfully. And how can I obey you if I don't know the word of God? I need to study the word. Is that right? How can you obey God? You don't even know what the Bible says. You need to study. How can you obey God with the sinful nature on you? It's hard to obey God. How many people agree with me? It's hard to obey God. <laughs> you cannot obey God by your own strength. It's impossible because we are human. We have the sinful nature of Adam in us. We can obey only when we have the power of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I'm hungry to be touched by the Spirit. I want the Spirit of God to touch me, fill me more. The fire of God come and burn the tongue out of me, burn the demon out of me. Get rid of all these curses out of me. I'm hungry. Why am I hungry? Because I want my wife, my children, and grandchildren, and people around me to be blessed. I want to be a godly husband. I want to be a godly daddy. I want to do the right thing, say the right thing. How can I do that? I need to know God by studying the Bible, going to church, being around godly people, being under the godly leadership, being under the protection of God. I do all these things because I love God and I love people. I love my children. Love is the key. We become hungry because we love people. We want to be used by God to be the blessing to our children and grandchildren. I want to encourage all the parents in this room and those who listen to the 
teaching right now on internet right now. This is important. I noticed one thing: many believers just care about their ticket to heaven, but they forget about their children, and they just go to church themselves. They don't think about their children. I want to tell you from today on: think about your children and grandchildren. You're going to do everything with your best ability by faith, by prayer, by good example. That you make sure your children and your grandchildren and the next generation to come shall believe in Jesus Christ, shall have the name recorded in the book of life. They will have rewards in heaven. They will love the church. They want to really want to serve God. You want to make sure you talk to them. You know, sometimes I need to sit down with my children. You know, sometimes we play, but sometimes I say, "Hey, sit down here. I want to talk to you." And I talk to them with authority. Look at their eyes. Son and daughter, you need to follow God. You know, sometimes you need to have a serious talk. God is the answer to your life. I want to make sure you are born again and you go to church. And one of the way that I help my children to go to church is that number one, I will never criticize the church. I will never gossip about my pastor. I never talk bad about the church. I want to make sure that my children love people in the church and love pastor. I learned for 40 years. We don't see Jesus. We don't see Jesus. Somebody may see Jesus in their bedroom, show up in the bedroom, but I never seen Jesus. How can we lead our children to believe in Jesus and to really walk with Jesus to the end, in the practical way, in the physical way? We need to train our children to love the church, and love the pastor, and love the people in the church, so that they will not walk away at 18 years old. When once they become 18, they say it's a mess. Oh, my dad always gossip about my pastor. Oh, he always criticize the church this and that. Ah, forget about this. Bye bye. Hey, dad, no more church. I'm gone. So this is the key. Train your children to love God and to experience the goodness of God, and love the local church, which is the body of Christ, and love the pastor. If you can train your children that way, the chance that they will backslide and walk away from God is very minimum. This is the key that I learned. Amen. Love the body of Christ. Psalm 25 verses 12 to 13. Who are those who fear the Lord? He will show them the path they should choose. How many people fear the Lord? You want God to show you the path? What is the fear of the Lord? You hate evil and perverse mouth. You don't want to say anything bad, and you need to fear the Lord. You hate sin and love righteousness. That is the fear of the Lord. They will live in prosperity. How many people want to live in prosperity? Hmm. Wow, you're very smart. Okay. How many people want to live in poverty? No one. And their children will inherit the land, which means that the children will be blessed. We need to have the fear of God. And how can we have the fear of God? We need to know the word. We need to be hungry for the word. How can we really have the fear of God? We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God has one name. The name of the Spirit is 
the spirit of the fear of the Lord. So when the Holy Spirit fills you, you will have the fear of God in your heart. This is why we need to keep being filled, being touched, being sanctified by the Spirit of God so that the fear of God will fill our heart and then what happens? We're going to live in prosperity. We're going to live with greatness and we can pass on the blessing to our children. Our children shall be blessed as well because we love them. We love other people, including our children. We want to be the blessing to them by living in the fear of God. And we need to be hungry for the touch and for the word of God, for the wisdom, the grace of God. Genesis chapter 39, look at this, verses 2 to 4. I applied this principle when I came to America. The Lord was with Joseph, and he prospered. Oh, I like that. He prospered. And he lived in the house of the, his Egyptian master. When his master saw the Lord was with him, he has the presence of God. Everyone say the presence of God. The house of Obed-Edom invited the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God. This man, Joseph, has the presence of God, filled with the presence of God. The Lord was with him and gave him success. And in everything he did, Joseph found favor in his eyes, in the boss's eyes, and became his attendant. So he was promoted to be top of the slave, taking care of the boss. Potiphar put him in charge of his whole household, and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. When I first moved to America, my English language was pretty bad. I did not understand American culture. I did not understand the way they practice medicine in America. I was pretty new. I did not know all those things, but I have one thing, the presence of God. I never missed church. I went to church. I read the Bible, study the Bible. I asked the presence of God to be with me. And even with these weaknesses and shortcomings in my life of being a foreign doctor, every hospital I went to practice, there are very few deaths and few complications. You know, in the Department of Neurosurgery, every month we can have a meeting called Mortality and Morbidity Meeting. Mortality means die. People die. Morbidity means complication. So we have, I think, four hospitals. Harborview Hospital, University of Washington, Children's Hospital, and also the Veteran Hospital, four hospitals under the care of University of Washington. So we all sit there and have four lists for hospital. This happened all eight years. Every hospital I went and became a chief resident. I worked for my boss, the professor. That hospital, the list of death is small and complication almost none. Other hospital where my friend was a chief resident, long. My boss loved me so much. He loved me. <laughs> this is a story. 
Normally, you have to go through Harborview Hospital about six to nine months in your residency. Harborview Hospital rotation is the worst rotation in the whole world. You have to wake up at 5 a.m. and come back home by midnight for nine months. Pastor Dan never saw me. That's why we could not have a baby for quite a while because I never saw her. And after I finished nine months of rotation, he loved it. My boss could sleep every night at home, didn't have to come in because the presence of God was with me. He know I'm a Christian doctor. After finished nine months, I finished my rotation. I went to University of Washington. Two months later, he called me back in the office. Dr. Lau, mom, my nickname, mom, I want you to go back to Harborview Hospital. I almost collapsed. I almost pass out because that is killing. Nine months of suffering with all the trauma. People jump off the cliff to swim and then broke their neck and become polarized. People get into motorcycle accident. All this trauma, bad things happen. It's very stressful job. Nine months already, enough. If you give me one million dollars to go back to work, I will not. But. He said, come back another six months. <sighs> How can I say no? The boss asked. I say yes. Do you know the reason why he asked me to go back there? Not because I'm a foreign doctor. Because when I was there, less death and less complication. God blessed my boss through me. Because I love the department, I love my boss, I am hungry to know more of God and hungry for the presence of God so that my work will be fruitful, successful, and good, and my boss can sleep every night. When you love people, you want to be a good employee. You want to work hard for them. You want the wisdom from God. Other people may try to resolve the internet problem in the office for five hours. You walk in with the wisdom, boop, one minute, done. <laughs> Boss, I fix it in one minute. Who gave you that wisdom? God. And why you want to have that wisdom? Because you love your boss. You love people. The story in 2 Samuel that I share about the Ark of the Covenant, 2 Samuel chapter 6, 9 to 12. David was afraid of the Lord that day. And he said, how can the Ark of the Lord came to me? So David would not move the Ark of the Lord with him into the city of David. But David took it aside into the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, the ark of the Lord, which is the presence of God. The house of Obed-Edom, he is hungry for the presence of God. He said, come to my house. I want the presence of God. He was hungry for the presence of God. The ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, three months. And the Lord blessed Obed-Edom and all his household. How can you bring heaven into your home, into your workplace, into your life? You need the presence of God. And how can you get the presence of God? Hunger, thirst, ask. Sometimes when I want to lay hand on people to receive the presence and some people stand up and walk out of the door. I was thinking, you are not hungry. I want more the presence of God. 
And when the presence of God is in your life, the blessing will come. Just like what Warren shared in the testimony a while ago. Because he welcomed the presence of God, demon come out of him. And what happened after that? He got a job and he got good salary. And his wife's still alive today. Cancer cannot kill her because she welcomed the presence of God. Now it was told King David, saying, The Lord has blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that belongs to him. Not just bless the house and everything that belongs to him. Wow, bless everything, everything. Because of the ark of God, if we change to the word today, because of the tangible presence of God, because of the anointing, because of the presence of the Holy Spirit, because of the fire of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David with gladness. When we love people, we want to bring the blessing to the community, to the workplace, to our home, to our church, to people around us. How can we bring that blessing to them? We need to have the presence of God. We need to have more anointing, more faith, more love, more wisdom, more grace, more favor, more prosperity, more strength, more wisdom, more understanding. We need that. And how can we get those more? God say, I feel the hungry. I feel the hungry. You need to be hungry for the things of God. Amen? I don't think I have enough time to finish my whole sermon. I will continue next Sunday. Next one will be the third key. Last time we learned the first key, love God with all your heart. Second key, love other people. Love is the key, the motivation to be hungry for the things of God. And when you are hungry, and when you're thirsty for the things of God, God shall fill your life. That is the promise of God in the book of Matthew. How many people want God to fill you? Amen. Hallelujah. Let me share something from my heart quickly, and I will continue next Sunday. All these years, because of my background as a neurosurgeon, as a medical doctor, when I went to medical school, I studied everything in systematic way. Anatomy, physiology, brain anatomy. I studied everything systematically. And I know that I cannot get from here to become a neurosurgeon without going through this systematic thing. I cannot jump from high school to open somebody's skull shave the head and open the skull, I'm going to kill my patient. I need to go through this basic, this system, until I am able to shave the hair, cut the head, open the skull, look in, how to manage the brain. I need to understand frontal lobe, temporal lobe. I need to know how to handle things. Because of that background, God used background of people for the ministry. Therefore, I do the same thing with this church and with my ministry. I produce teaching in systematic way. Subject, this subject, that subject. And not only that, because I know that I could become a successful neurosurgeon. Because a neurosurgeon in 80, in the 19th century, the professor in the old time wrote down what they learned and they put in the textbook. 
and the next generation learn from that and learn more and write the next textbook. So the textbook of medical field keep improving every single year because somebody make research and keep record and learn more and more and more from generation to generation. The next generation does not have to reinvent the wheel and start from ABC again because the early generation already accumulate the knowledge for the next generation. Is that the way of God? God record everything for us so that we don't have to start from zero. We can get in right away. Because of this background, I produce teaching in series, in detail, and systematic way. I want to make sure the newcomers of this church, people who are new members, would not miss the one that I preached 10 years ago because I cannot preach the same thing again and again. It's impossible. I have only 24 hours a day, 52 Sundays a year. I cannot keep preaching the same message that I preached 10 years ago. Therefore, we record everything in systematic way and put it in the website so that you can go back to the old teaching in systematic way, playlist. You learn about basic Christian life, the file of God, demonology, how to pray, how to walk in the spirit, all this series. And if you are a good student, you're hungry for God, your pastor already made this for you. Lately, God spoke to me through the mouth of our Mandarin members. Pastor, the way we do our YouTube will not work because our YouTube is in English. The Mandarin-speaking people will not come into this YouTube. You need to make a YouTube in Mandarin. I wake up. Oh, yes, it's true. We cannot reach out to Mandarin-speaking people by having English YouTube. Therefore, we created seven more channels. Hmong, German, Cambodian, French, Chinese, Mandarin, what else? Vietnamese, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and English, we separate all of them up. And I want to make sure this series of teaching are very organized and systematic so that our new members can come in and learn things that has been taught in the past so that you will learn here to here to here to here until you can become a neurosurgeon in the kingdom of God. You need to learn everything systematically. How are you going to learn all this thing? You need to be hungry. Like, I paid that money to grab all the book and the, the tapes from that church. Everything. Go home. Listen to every one of them. I went to a revival service in another city. I walked into the CD table. This is 1998. I walked to that CD table. Sister, I buy all of them. At that time, there is no internet. I bought every CD and it's still at my house. I listened to all of them. I learned. I'm hungry. I want to know God. My brother and sister, your pastor already did his part. You need to do your part. You need to be studious, diligent, organized, disciplined. This is a true story. I will share this from my heart. We have more than 100 churches around the world that follow this ministry. I am their spiritual father. The pastor, I'm more like a spiritual grandfather of those churches. 
and every single church that have this system in the church. These three months, the whole membership listened to this series of Pastor Lao. Another three months, another series. They organized the teaching in the church. Not every church is doing this, only some churches. I noticed one thing. All these churches are rich, prosperous. I'm talking about members. Healed, miracles happen. And also their parents get saved. Their members get saved. They come out with testimony, testimony. Miracle, I listened to one lady, she is 75 years old lady, who listened to our teaching all the time, in the car, everywhere. She used to be a Buddhist nun, wearing the white gown in the Buddhist temple. She gets saved by her daughter, who listened to our teaching a lot. And she gave testimony. All the sickness are gone. Now she's happy, smiling, laughing all the time. Used to be very sad and depressed. And now she saves so many souls. But one of the keys is that she listened to the teaching all the time. She fed her spirit with the word of God. I want to beg all of you, could you please take this advantage? Your pastor already has done his part. Please be hungry. Amen? Don't waste time on the bad news. You have 24 hours a day. You listen to bad news. You listen to all the junk things in the internet. You waste your time. I'd rather feed myself with the word of God and build your faith up and you will be strong. And you can be the blessing to other people and your life will be blessed. So I'm going to keep uploading all the old sermon into this new channel. I finished the Vietnamese one already. I'm finishing the Hmong one and... I think next one I'm going to do the uh, uh, Mandarin. I already finished uploading everything on, in Mandarin. Next one I'm going to do the Cambodian. And so we're going to keep, we're going to start the French one and Vietnamese, start to record Vietnamese sermon as well so that we can feed the Vietnamese people in other land. We want to obey the Great Commission. Amen? How many people say, I'm going to walk in love? How many people say, I'm going to love God more than before? How many people say, I will love people? I want to be the blessing to others, to my family, to my workplace, to the nations. What is your motivation? Love. And when you love, you want to be the blessing, and you want to be blessed, you are hungry for the things of God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Nowadays is a time of media. I notice the young people in front of iPad and smartphone all the time and play and do things. And they spend so much time on the things of the world. We need to train our children to spend time with the teaching of the Word of God. Amen. We need that. We need to feed them with the Word of God so that they will be filled with God. Filled with the truth of God, and they shall be blessed, and they shall, can be the blessing to other people. Amen? I will continue next time. The third key, the third motive of how we can be the, receive from God more and more. How many people want more from God? You think from heaven, He will give good things or bad things? The Bible says God is good. And we can 
Taste and see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. What He's gonna fill you is not bad. It's all good. He will not fill you with bad things. But the key is, I'm hungry. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna receive from you more. And more and more, amen. I hope I helped you. We are living in the Western world that you have everything materialistically. You have TV, internet, everything. It's hard to get people in the Western world to be hungry for God because you have everything. But I beg you, be thirsty and hungry for God. It's the best. The thing in the world cannot protect you from car accident. The things in the world cannot give you successful family. Only God can give you the true blessing. Amen. I like this song. The song called "Lord, I'm Hungry for the Mighty Move of God." Let's sing this song together to remind us. Lord, I'm hungry for the mighty move of God. The worship team gonna lead us. Father, thank you, Lord, for reminding us to love you and love other people. And Lord, we want to be biblical Christians, disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we are reminded by you today, Lord, to love you and love people around us, Lord. And we want to be filled with good things. Love, life, joy, satisfaction, blessing, prosperity, divine health, divine connection, protection, wisdom, understanding, power, anointing, strength, grace, love, faith. All the good things from heaven fill all of us more and more and more, Lord. And they will flow out of us to touch other people, to bless other people around us, Lord. Wherever we go, Lord, people shall be blessed by us, Lord. We thank you, Father. Lord, thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let's stand up and sing this song together. Lord, I'm hungry. For the mighty move of God, Lord, I'm thirsty. Pour out Your Holy Ghost, Lord, I want to see the hand of God move mightily inside of me. I'm hungry for the move of God. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.
the best.